war in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401 439-6028 439-6028 Yankee Tree Service YankeeTreeService.com What can they do? They do it all Tree trimming Experts based right in Lincoln Tree removal Since 2006 And also 24-7 emergency service available Call Yankee Tree Service today 439-6028 439-6028 Whether it's tree removal Stump grinding Tree pruning emergency service bucket truck service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at yankee tree service their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best the treatment plan for your tree and maybe it's an emergency service did something come down call them today 439-6028 439-6028 if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com you're listening to the john DePietro show folks it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, thepetro.com. Well, it is Monday. It is November 14th. And, folks, the um, the situation uh, with the elections, uh, how long these elections are taking, for especially out west with the counting of the ballots, it's um, like, come on. The, the, this is the United States of America we're talking about. What, what in God's name is taking so long? that it is taking so long for them to count it. Now, closer to home, there's still so many questions about our elections. And some of the comments, I'll, I'll say this. This is, I, as many of you know, I try to be supportive to the Republican Party, uh, the Rhode Island Republican Party in mass. But, it, you know, I mean, they have the work cut out for them. And it is definitely a David and Goliath, and it shouldn't be that way. But it, it's tough to root where people are not calling attention to things that are really wrong. And I have been supportive in the past of the GOP chair, Sue Sienke. I know Sue. Um, I try to be supportive of her tenure as being in, in charge in that manner. But it's just, um, it, it, it's just, you know, it's uncomfortable at this point to listen with exactly how this, um, this whole business, she, she did an interview on NBC10. She did an in- interview on NBC10 with Jean Velicente. It was 10 News Conference. And the comments are, um, you know, they're, uh, I, they, they don't stand to reason. Let's play uh, role number one. This is Susie Yankee. I, I, I don't understand at this point how something like this is even said. They don't like losing, but you're talking about uh, Democrats like to vote by mail. Democrats like to vote by mail. Does anyone believe that? Demo- How many people listening? There were, there were a healthy amount of people out at the polls on Election Day. Certainly. Governor McKee won at the polls on Election Day. A number of officers did. No, the problem is it's easier to manipulate the system and cheat with mail ballots. This is the GOP chairwoman. No, they don't like losing, but you're talking about uh, Democrats like to vote by mail. So they vote by mail. That that is absurd. The game should not have been changed in this way. Folks, Florida has very strict, very, very strict on how they allow for mail ballots. And I want to explain, this isn't easy. And a lot of people, you hear the term ballot harvesting. People don't understand what it means. But we are the Wild West when it comes to mail ballots. In other states, you can't just touch as many ballots as you want. You can't collect all these ballots. Here's what's going on. Rhode Island has it. Rhode Island Democrats are winning. Therefore, Rhode Island Democrats don't mind that it's this convoluted. 
But this is the GOP chair. Does, does anyone really believe that? See, Democrats like to vote by mail. That, that is asinine on its face. The, 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 they're, they're manipulating the elections by mail ballots. No, they don't like losing, but you're talking about uh, Democrats like to vote by mail. So oh, they oh, vote oh, by oh, mail. I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that in any way. That, that is what? That, that's not what it is. Alan Fung won by 7,000 votes. It was the mail ballots that put Magaziner over the top. Helena Folks won on primary day. It was mail ballots that put Governor McKee over the top. Democrats like to vote by mail. Is there anyone that believes that? You know, I guess I could go to the polls, or I could just, no, we all sit around as a family and vote by mail. No, that, that's, that's not it. Listen to this. I want to give credit. Gene Velocente, NBC10. He even opens the door. Something odd. Anyone that has looked at this said, wait a minute, there's something odd with all these mail ballots. This is absurd. How did Dan McKee go from 32,000, excuse me, 32% of the vote in the Democrat primary? Dan McKee lost primary day to Helena Folks. And all of a sudden, in less than two months, he goes over 60%, close to 60%, almost 30 points higher percentage points now in the vote. It doesn't stand to reason. So Gene opened it up, but listen to, again, Rhode Island GOP chair, Susie Yankee. Listen to this. In other states, you know, the Democrats and the Republicans accuse each other right. of shenanigans. As of today, we're taping on Friday election, it's over. You're satisfied, fully satisfied with the vote, the count, there's no complaints, nothing. No, and I think that... Um, if there's you know, no being yes, you're fully satisfied? Yeah, no complaints? No, no, no complaints okay. about the election process. I think that, you know, there are... No complaints about the election process. Mayor Fung was leading in the polls. Mayor Fung won on primary day. We, we are an outlier when it comes to other states. Other states don't allow third-party candidates to handle all these ballots. Other states don't allow all these collecting of ballots. Massachusetts and Connecticut have rules that Rhode Island doesn't follow. If there was ever a time to say, no, we're, we're not satisfied, and I'll use this as an opportunity to announce that we're demanding investigation into voter rolls, into mail ballots, you know, make sure people didn't vote more than once. Was that said? No, she passes. This is the GOP chair that absolutely just got annihilated on election day. Yes, before we go any further, in other states, you know, the Democrats and the Republicans accuse each other right. of shenanigans. As of today, we're taping on Friday election, it's over. You're satisfied, fully satisfied with the vote, the count, there's no complaints, nothing. No, and I think that, um, if there's you know, no being yes, you're fully satisfied, yeah, no complaints. No, no, no complaints okay. about the election process. No complaints that, you know, about the election process. Anyone can send out a mail ballot. Now, I, I understand this is complicated, but if, if, if the chair of the party doesn't raise some questions, and I want people to understand, I want to go back to Ken Block on Election Day, said, I just notified the Secretary of State's office five voters cast mail ballots and also early in-person ballots. They're aware of those five votes. Five voters cast mail ballots and early in-person ballots. So what's the result of that? That doesn't mean only five people did it. That means that only five got caught so far. If those five could do it, who's to say 500 couldn't have done it? And Susie Yankee has no, the GOP chair has no problem with the process. Just so you understand, election officials in Florida are prohibited from sending out unrequested vote-by-mail ballots. Rhode Island... How many people listening, your elected representative sent you an unrequested mail ballot? In Florida, can someone drop off my mail ballot? They can't drop off that many. The new law restricts the numbers of signed sealed ballots one person may possess to two besides their own, immediate family members. In Rhode Island, it's unlimited. Um, listen, I'm going to leave it to the Republican Party. But if they feel that this is their path for success, this is ludicrous to not use the platform. And at this point, Chairwoman Susie Yankee should know that. We're going to talk politics with Justin Katz, politics this week. 
Folks, it is Monday. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. The next time you have an emergency, head straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122 in Johnston, or East Greenwich 5750 Post Road. AtMed Urgent Care. Urgent health care facility providing comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals, families, specializing in ambulatory medicine. Diagnostic treatment service, AtMed Urgent Care. They provide immunization, school, sports physicals. They're a cost-efficient health care alternative to hospital-based emergencies. They're open seven days a week, walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma, work-related injuries, physical exams, drug testing, full laboratory services, and with AtMed Urgent Care, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. You, someone in your family suffering from covid you want to go straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, Johnston, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122, or East Greenwich, 5750 Post Road, online at atmedurgentcare.net. Folks, you are listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Well, it's time for our segment, Politics, this week. Joining me, he is the managing editor, AnchorRising.com. It is Justin Katz. And, Justin, we're going to go through a full uh, election recap here, starting off with uh, things certainly didn't go the way uh, people that were looking at things uh, mapped out, planned out. By and large, I mean, there's just no way to escape. And we're just talking about the local elections here, that they, uh, the Republican Party just got wiped out, a lot of candidates that, seemingly were you know either leading in a poll like alan fung or lieutenant governor candidate aaron gukian or uh someone that was running for state rep amanda blau during costa up and down the ballot republicans just got blown out and i want to hear just some of your initial thoughts on this recap well i mean so the in a standard kind of election their numbers weren't that bad. I mean, they got in a 40%, which was more than, you know, often you look at it and Republicans would get in the 30s just by showing up. So the what makes this bad is that it should have been, they should have won some. We A lot of people expected them to win some. And they had really good candidates. They had competent people for Treasurer, for example, uh, Lathrop and Gukian, as you suggested, uh, for Lieutenant Governor. <clears throat> so I think that was, that's the big, the big surprise is that they didn't do better. And I think, I mean, I've been saying, and I th- it took a couple of days after the election for it to start to catch on, but uh, nationally, but there, there are two words, mail ballots. Uh, yeah. the, the game has changed. There's um, on one of the local, on, on one of the national uh, conservative sites, Red State or something like, or one of those, um, the, the writers making a distinction between going for votes and going for ballots. And I think that's yeah. a, a helpful distinction. The, the Republicans are still going for votes. They're trying to say, you should go vote for me because I'm better and I have better policies. The Democrats are just going out and they're getting ballots. You know, it almost doesn't matter. They just, just collect the ballots, turn them in and you're done. Uh, and I think that's, that's what we're seeing. And it helps explain a whole lot like, like Democrats in Rhode Island, uh, Lieutenant Governor Matos, for example, and across the country who just, kind of don't campaign it seems like they don't they they decline debates they don't show up they they just uh they they seem almost to be going through the motions and then you've got more nationally than locally but you've got uh you know candidates like john fetterman in pennsylvania who just by no means should be running for office i mean just it's obvious he's not up to it at the moment uh, and, but they're running anyway and winning. And so the the game has changed, I think. And it's it's finally starting to dawn on people, but uh, it's, a, it's a little too slow. I, I agree 100%. Um, you, this is something, by the way, that you and I have talked about. Uh, I've written about. Um, I think it's sometimes it, it falls on deaf ears or I'll, I'll admit this. It's, it's not easy uh, as far as voting. It, it, it's, it's actually complicated. It's gotten more complicated. It's hidden from view. I think, Justin, something also that makes it difficult is it's it's different state by state. So, you know, right now, let's let's, you know, agree. This is insanity that Florida, they had all their results done and announced them the night of the election. You go to out to, you know, out west Arizona, they're still counting ballots. 
I mean, Nevada, this is insanity. And and I also, people make these assertions of, oh, you know, they just want to be accurate. Well, Florida doesn't allow, and I know people hear the term ballot harvesting. And I I also, I like when people say, what is that exactly? Because I don't think a lot of people fully understand what it is. But what it basically is, is, you know, Rhode Island, to me, is an outlier, at least in New England, where we allow all this third party involvement it's something that you and I have discussed. It's where people mail up, mail out the candidates and campaigns, right? mail out their mail ballot applications. Third parties, meaning campaigns, can go out and collect the ballots. Justin, that does not exist in other states. It doesn't exist in Florida. They run a very clean election. And then look at the results. They have the election results that night. And Republicans won up and down the ballot. Yeah, I've been kind of, I, I hate to see the Rhode Island being a national leader in something like this, uh, and the whole state, the whole country seemingly to, to be on a path that Rhode Island's been on for some decades. But I, I've been surprised at some of the people I've actually had to explain how mail balloting works so, since yeah. the election. I mean, just literally, I mean, I, I, was, I was refreshing on the laws, literally somebody just has to somehow get a document, the application to the board of canvassers. The law actually says, if you are not able to sign it for any reason, you can put an X. Now it says that the person has to put the X, but you know, how how are you going to check that? Particularly if you're dealing with people, you know, who are frailer or, or not as aware as they might otherwise be. So somebody could bring a piece of paper to the board of canvassers with your name and address with an X to have the, and requesting a ballot delivered to the board of canvassers, not to your address. That person can come pick them up, Go get your vote, bring them back, presumably with an X again, and that's it. That's your vote. I mean, that's insanity. That is insanity to have that be allowed. And it's it's really the the name of the game right now. You you are just collecting votes, uh, and even even without, I mean, that that definitely definitely allows for outright fraud. But even without that, you're just it's just it just becomes a number game. You have to just find that number of people who are willing to let you use their name, and that you can make sure that they're not going to vote on their own. Which I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm confident in the protections against that, frankly, but uh, it's just you cannot have this. And then you get where you've got the West Coast now. I mean, there's one there's one district in New York and one district in Maine, I think, that are still open. But most of the one the the House seats that aren't in yet are on the West Coast. And we're all supposed to just trust that this is on the up and up. I mean, this is it's disastrous for policy is disastrous for disastrous for democracy. uh, And it's it's disastrous for the idea that we could possibly possibly work together. I I mean, as a country and and all come together because you cannot you cannot uh, trust in this. And that's one one of the more shocking things on this issue and on a whole bunch of issues is just I can't believe how little acknowledgement there is from anybody in sort of the mainstream that, yeah, this is a problem. Even if I think it's all right, and even if I agree with the outcome, having this level of uncertainty and disruption is not good for our democracy. There's nobody saying that. And it's almost like the attitude is, oh, get over it. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, so what? It's taking a week to count ballots and gradually, as if by plan, the Democrats are inching their way up in the House. You know, that's, it's, it's just get over it. That's, everything's fine. You're crazy for saying anything. And frankly, you're probably a traitor and insurrectionist for thinking that. Uh, that's not helpful. I mean, and that's how I think people should understand in this area, especially Democrat or Republican, this is what generated the, the Trump presidency and got him elected. And That's it's not right. going to go away. It's going to get worse. If people conclude that they cannot affect outcomes through elections, that is a problem. That's how you end up with big, big, big challenges. And, and in the meantime, you've got from, from locally, you've the, some of the rhetoric from down to Dan McKee and all that up to Joe Biden in the White House, with all this talk about how the, the MAGA this and the MAGA that and these yep. disgusting people are going to destroy democracy and that we're headed in a very, very dangerous direction. And that's what's shocking to me about these results is you'd think somebody of goodwill on the other side who actually loves the country and uh, and has some respect for their fellow citizens would, would say, this is not good. <laughs> Whatever we're doing, it's not good. And Rhode Island's like the leading edge of this, which is which is kind of disturbing. But maybe, you know, if nationally people had been listening to us, as you said, listening to us on a, once a week for the past three, four mm-hmm. years, they'd have had a heads up of what was going to happen nationally. Folks, we're with Justin Katz, managing at anchorising.com. Our segment is politics this week. Well, Justin, 
<clears throat> part of it, and I, I want to read that Red State article because that's exactly what's going on. I would even argue, I think the local media, you know, they they don't they also cover it in the past. Notice there's no stories about mail ballots. I think what you saw with Mayor Fung, especially, I mean, he was leading in the polls. He won day of voting. We also saw this in the primary. Helena folks, one day of voting. Why did Dan McKee advance mail ballots? Aaron Gukian, he beat Lieutenant Governor Sumita Matos at the polls on Election Day. Why isn't he the lieutenant governor? Because of mail ballots. Justin, I think also the television stations, you have to, people need to recognize, I should say, how much money they were able to make from all these commercials. So I I think the, the formula that, that makes them the most money is you got to run these commercials. you got to be part of these debates. They, that's, if, if the television stations ever said, by the way, none of that stuff matters. <laughs> All you have to do is go out the ballots. Well, then why would people spend money on television commercials or even participate, as we said, in a debate? So I think that's one of the conundrums that's, that's built into this whole thing. Oh, certainly. I mean, it's, it's clear if you, I think, if you look at the, uh, at the numbers, and we discussed this with Raimondo's campaigns some years ago and, and so on. If you've got the money Ashley Kalis was dumping into the race, she would have been so much better off just not hiring the mail ballot king and nope. saying, OK, go do your thing. But going out and literally paying people to go find yes. voters and collect ballots that yeah. would have she might have won if she had put that whatever it was, four or five million dollars into into doing that. I mean, you could hire a lot of people for six months to go out and just collect ballots. And if that's I think you, you make a good observation. If that money were going to just average Republican Rhode Islanders to have a, a side gig collecting ballots, then uh, wouldn't be going to uh, to the TV stations for for advertisements. And, and, and big tech and the like. I also think, you know, you see where sometimes in sports, especially, you know, they've kind of gotten away from it. But sometimes like in college football, you know, they've actually really gotten away from it. You'd see sometimes, you know, 72 to nothing. Uh, sometimes in a high school, 72 to nothing. What what I heard and you really saw here was Governor McKee was so angry at her and Governor McKee was so offended the way he was being treated that he kept pushing. Even when they assured him the election was in the bag, he kept pushing, no, go out and get more mail ballots. I want to make a statement here. We're going to really run up the score. And then by virtue of that, you hear people saying, you know, wow, look at that. I mean, does it make sense to anyone, Justin, that the guy, least popular governor, lost primary day to Helena Folks, somehow ends up with the biggest win since Bruce Sunland with 58 percent? I mean, it, it, it just it doesn't compute until you look at the mail ballots and the union organization. I think it also shouldn't be lost on people. One side knows how to do it. The other side, the Republican Party, we're going to talk about it, clearly do not. They don't want to let on how they do it. But what people need to understand, and I, I just it's so frustrating because no one will write about it, that we are such an outlier, how both Massachusetts and Connecticut, you can't one person can't handle more than 10 ballots. Rhode Island, it's unlimited. The campaigns were sending out the mail ballots this time. It's it's absolutely a regain. And in that CD2 race, Fung was leading in the polls. You know why? Because he was leading in the polls. He was ahead. Fung won Election Day. He won. Last Tuesday, he won by 7,000 votes. It was the, the mail ballots and then the, the early voting, which I think there's also some trick that they work with that. But, folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Politics this week. Justin Katz, managing editor, anchorising.com, right here on The John DePietro Show. This is the perfect time of year to have some paving done for your home, residential, commercial, seal coating, and patios. Make it letter J, J Perry Paving. They provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Call them today for a free estimate, 401-732-1730. The next couple of months, get your driveway prepared for wintertime. Call J Perry Paving today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. Licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients' needs no matter how big or how small. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. Call J. Perry Paving today. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Remember, even asphalt can be recycled, reused. Call them for a free quote. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. Look for them on Facebook and call 401-732-1730. 
Remember, no one's better to veterans than J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 401-732-1730. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, free estimate, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. Our segment is Politics This Week. With me is Justin Katz, managing editor at AnchorRising.com. Justin, um, on Channel uh, 10, 10 News Conference, Gene Belcenti had the two party cheers on. I, I've tried to be supportive in the past of Susie Yankee, her efforts. I, I, I felt like, oh, now she's coming out tough and swinging tough. But some of the statements that she made on 10 News Conference, it just it can't be ignored. I've had conversations with her for the past two years about the mail ballot since 2020. And, and it was just ignored or we're handling it or we're on it. But her statements, I want to get your reaction. Number one, well, Democrats like to vote by mail was one statement she said. And then also when Jean Belisanti asked her, let's just put it out there. Was there anything that you saw that was wrong with this election? She said no. I, Justin, I, I just don't understand how someone in that position could could say those things. That That's ludicrous. That it's like a, it's like a family tradition. Every election day, uh, the family, it's it's like Christmas morning where we all. You know, the people have their cocoa and get together. We all, as a Democrat family, get together. We all fill out our mail ballots. <laughs> it's ludicrous that she actually believes, like she's actually believing that type of thing. Yeah, you know, I, I had to wonder watching that if if she does or, or if that was somebody, somebody, you know, with some influence in the party, Ashley Kalis or something, uh, saying, no, this is our line. We're not going to go down this path of questioning the election results. I don't want to be associated with that. That was the feeling I got because it's just so I mean, it, it, as you were saying, it just so completely misses the whole point. She, it wasn't just, you know, Democrats like to vote for mail. It's also Republicans like to vote on election day, which fine. I think that's correct. But the point is mail ballots allow you to get the votes of people who don't vote, aren't voting for you already. That's the point. You need those extra votes, not just to get your people to go out by mail ballot versus in 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 uh, in the poll. And I think it ties in with, as you mentioned, the poll results for um, for Fung. You know, he he was winning in the polls. He won on election day. Yeah. Uh, the the point is the the value of ballot harvesting is you get votes you wouldn't have otherwise gotten. So when yeah. they do these polls, one of the the most of them, I, I I'd have to go check individually to make sure this is 100 percent accurate on all of them. But generally, they say, "Are you likely to vote?" And if you say no, you're excluded from the poll. So if you're the whole point of mail ballot is to get that person who said, "No, I'm not likely to vote," and but that get them to vote for you. That's the whole point of the mail ballots. That's the strategy that needs to be undertaken and that yeah that interview on channel 10 is mcnamara just strolled right through that just oh yeah we uh you know we i we had a great ground game and what what was his example he was sending the applications for mail ballots along with his materials hey if you would like some help fill this out here's my cell phone that's not that's not yeah no but that but but that's not even what they're doing i mean they're they're gathering these up they're ensuring that people send them in that they're ensuring that they get returned with the ballot and all that stuff. They're not just sending, here's my friend helpful. Here's the application. If you should need it, my neighbor, you know, that's not what they're doing. And the idea that that's how we were pretending this is going down uh, is, is just ridiculous. And they need Republicans in the state need to understand what's, what's going on here. And they, they just really don't. And, you know, frankly, it's not that hard to do. Uh, Sue did mention she, we've been, we were looking at people who did mail ballots in the past. Well, fine. Great. No, find the other ones. The whole point is not just to, to make it easier for your voters to vote. And that goes right back to what we we're saying, the difference between going for voters and going for ballots. The, the point is to say, here's, I'm going to make sure I've identified you as someone who will probably vote in my direction. I'm going to make sure that you that your vote gets in there somehow, whether you go on a day, whether you go early, whether you go mail ballots, I'll deliver it for you. I mean, I expect there's fraud of people not returning ones they think went the other way or, or all that kind of messy stuff. But even before you get to that, that's the whole point of the mail ballots, not just uh, Republicans like to go on the day of. No, no, no. You're supposed to be finding a person who doesn't want to go on the day of and get their vote yeah. anyway. Yeah. And on top of that, you're not seeing who it is that's filling it out when the and never mind the yeah, exactly. is a required signature. Um, that 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 statement also doesn't make sense because Governor McKee won. He did beat her at the polls, right? I mean, David Cicilline, it's not like, well, they like to vote by mail. It, I'll tell you, Justin Katz, what this really reminds me of to me, it was the late 90s. It was after the baseball strike when suddenly these guys, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, 
all of a sudden these guys were jacked and they started cranking home runs. And I remember, you know, the I even remember Roger Clemens was um, you know, they, they would do the thing in Sports Illustrated, and there was a story they did on him, and he's you know, hired a new trainer and they show him with the medicine ball, and now he's getting up at six o'clock in the morning. We all know it's like and I remember a story in Sports Illustrated saying maybe it's the ball. Like maybe they did something and the ball has more bounce to it. And like, what's with all these home runs? And and, and we all know that it was the steroid era had, had arrived. It wasn't your imagination. It wasn't the medicine ball at 6 a.m. with a new trainer. It wasn't something like that. It was these guys were juicing up and they suddenly were huge. And that's why they were cranking the home runs. And then as soon as they really started to cut down on it, uh, you know, the home runs also died down. But at this point to me, that that Channel 10 segment with, with and I just don't understand it as well. There's something going on with the early voting that it can be manipulated. And I don't know what it is Um, much like, you know, sometimes these things can be hard to detect, but when magazine are said on election night, you know, and they, they had us trailing in the polls. Well, you were trailing in the polls and, and it's impossible to poll mail ballots and early voting. Now, Ken block, he tweeted out that, that he knows of people that both, did mail ballots and early voting. And and I don't think they have a system set up that they can safeguard against that. I and, and I don't think anyone else can guarantee it. But what I was very disappointed was, I, I believe, my opinion now, that GOP Chairwoman Susie Yankee uh, should have used this as an opportunity to, to say, we need more information. Like, there's clearly something going on here. Uh, all these mail ballots and our candidates that work so hard getting blown out. And, and my rep, Justin Caldwell, never saw her, didn't knock on a door. Uh, Amanda Blau ran a great race, and then she got beat by mail ballots three to one. In, in Justin, in East Greenwich, we're to believe 80% of the mail ballots were Democrat votes. That, that's, there's something, something going on here that they are manipulating the vote in that way. And but the Republican Party, if they're going to if they're going to do thank you, sir, may have another it's it's nothing is going to change. Well, yeah, I mean, nothing's nothing's been changing, but they 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 need to they need to get on it. And there's there's just so much. I mean, when you when you think of that, about 80 percent of mail ballots go to the Democrats. But and yet we generally assume that older voters are more conservative, more Republican. So that just, it just shouldn't be, this shouldn't right. be happening. As you say, there's, there's just something. And Gene Valicente was much, much harder on this than, than, than Sue Yankee was. Yeah. What, what's going on here? This yes. three to one ratio. No. And it doesn't correspond with other, other races poll day. It's, it's not as if mail ballots are in line. They're an outlier in the opposite direction. That's, yep. that's an indication of something. And I got in an argument with somebody on some progressive online this weekend saying, Oh, I remember when ending the master lever was going to allow Republicans to win. And if, just a reminder for folks, that's where you could go in and just put Democrat or Republican at the top of the ballot. And right. all you, and it counted for all of the endorsed candidates on that ballot. But I thought I wrote at the time that the, they were finally letting it go because they knew mail ballots were were, the, were making it irrelevant because now they can just go out and get votes. And you, you, you could see this coming a mile away for the last decade. And it's it's I don't know, I, it's, it's healthy. I think I'm seeing nationally. A lot of figures are saying you stop complaining. This is the rule of the game. You know how you're not going to change it. The Democrats are not going to say, oh, you know what? You're right. This is giving us an unfair advantage. We'll, we'll reform this right now. You've got to win to reform it. So you might as well figure out how it's working and get it to work for you. And I think it I think it can. I mean, there's still a lot of people with their heads screwed on right in Rhode Island and across the country. It's just that they're not being counted. They can't get their votes through because the, the people, the Republicans just don't have that infrastructure. And in fairness, in Rhode Island, I mean, there's not a lot of incentive. This it takes time and money, and and it, you're doing it with volunteers because nobody on the Republican side is looking for a lifetime gig as a Republican generally. Right. Uh, right. So so it's it's an in, it's a difficult problem. But the first step is acknowledging it and not just saying, well, uh, well, you know, the they like to vote by mail. We like yeah, to vote on Democrats election day. Like to vote for, they like yeah. to vote by mail. That, that is such low ludicrous. Before we take a break, I want to just, I'll say this about chairwoman Susie Yank, who I've supported in the past, but, but my criticism of her, and it is, is she, she certainly doesn't explain it enough 
that is an opportunity to explain where we're different than Florida, which is they don't allow ballot harvesting. There are states that don't allow ballot harvesting. That is not pointed out. The fact that Rhode Island is different than Mass and Connecticut is not pointed out. It's either she doesn't know or she she doesn't explain it well. But to sit there and say, well, I guess Democrats like to vote by mail is 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 foolish. And and to then say, with Jean Bellicent even saying uh, something is up here, you don't hear she she should have said there's got to be an investigation done. Some we need questions answered. Here's what I'm being asked and I don't have an answer. She could have used a high profile opportunity on Channel 10 to, to draw attention to it, put a spotlight on it um, and, and passed on it and said, no, I think it was all on the up and up. I mean, I, I just don't understand. And, and I know it's an unpaid position. And I know that, you know, people say she works so hard and everything else. But I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if you try to try to say it's a 12 year plan and there's some positives there and some other foolishness. Um, they ran up the score. They were almost like gleeful and laughing at how much, how badly they beat them. And, and Justin, you go to that CD2 race, you know, Mayor Fung got 4,000 mail ballots. And then Seth Magaziner, you know, smirked and said, well, I got 12,000. I mean, it's just such a joke. And we both know there's no way that was legit. So, all right, folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Politics this week with Justin Katz, managing editor, anchorizing.com, right here on the John DePietro Show. Propane Plus in Rhode Island for all your propane needs. Call them 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, you can reach them at 508-252-3359. Propane, heating and cooling, it's Propane Plus. Their team's been there three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they plan on serving you for a long time to come. They offer online billing, ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button and remember all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment it's propane plus and remember with propane it's affordable sustainable equitable good for the environment and now it's renewable call propane plus today at 401-885-4209 in massachusetts call them at 508-252-3359 they're very easy to navigate website it's propaneplus.com. Propane Plus. Call them 401 885 4209. Our segment is Politics This Week. With me is Justin Katz, managing editor at anchorizing.com. Justin, I wanted to give you a chance to talk about two headlines. One was this uh, business of Rep. Justin Price. That, you know, it's interesting with his race, you actually had to really search the story to realize that it was through his words. There was a third party in that race that took votes away from him. It, it seems like the media was so gleeful to paint him as, quote, an insurrectionist and say that this Megan Cotter has like they like that storyline. This progressive Democrat beat an insurrectionist. And oh, and by the way, there was a third party candidate that actually really hurt his cause. Yeah, I th- the language on this stuff is really important to me and because I think it, it's an early indication of where you can go. And I, I, I'm seeing more and more people say what I've said, been saying for a, a decade now is I used to I used to look in history and say, how did these terrible regimes like the Nazis take power or the communists in Russia? How did that even happen? I don't even understand. But in recent American history, you can really start to see how it does happen. And an early indication of that is this sort of language. I mean, the, the Boston Globe headline you mentioned is that. Justin Price, who who attended the January 6th insurrection. You don't attend an insurrection. (laughs) You participate in one, but they can't say that because he didn't participate in one. So he attended, which means the rally in their mind was the insurrection, which means it's now just about the closest thing to illegal to even attend a rally uh, if they don't approve of it. And that's just, to me, it's very sloppy, dangerous work. And it shows that you cannot trust the the news media to, to... give you straight up news, at least in this case, the Boston Globe. And another similar one in Boston Globe was Amanda Milkovitz talking about uh, the Parents United group, which yes. is the one starting to really try to protect kids from indoctrination in classes. And the headline was something like uh, the voters rejected them. Now, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I suspect most voters didn't know the platform uh, that they were on. And but even so, I, I went back and I found a similar headline when the progressives lost the primary in Rhode Island. And it was the top leaders withstood the challenge 
of the progressives. And so what that's what they're doing is you encourage the the small group that you want to do more. They oh you keep going. They withstood you this time, but you'll get them next time. And then you squash the one you don't like, which is, oh, you were rejected. Just go away now. And I, I think that's that's just it's very telling. And it, I think it contributes to this sense among people, just like just like pretending it's it's perfectly normal for an election to take a week to decide uh, in the United States of America. Um, that really just gives people a sense they they have no voice. They're they're just being rejected, and that's you know frankly that's the point. I mean, a, a lot of these mainstream outlets are really just Democrat partisan organizations. Uh, I mean, if you read the Boston Globe's endorsement of Magaziner, it was entirely well, Fung's a Republican. <laughs> that was basically their point. And so the, you just can't trust them for straight news. And the headlines are, are a big big part of what's dividing us. I think. Um. Justin, not only not only that, I, and I try to tell people, you, you can judge media outlets on stories they cover. You can also judge them on stories they don't cover. And a, a big, huge story, I want to give credit to the Globe, because they at least did a story initially on the fact that just so people understand how uh, the, the, the moderate Dems, or really the political operatives, how much they are feeling, they're really feeling it, that they have, you know, they really have the swagger going, that they can take out anyone. Uh, Guy Default and Son, they put together a campaign and they took out that Jennifer Rourke, who was the, you know, the progressive. She was part of the Matt Brown co-op collaborative. She was the woman in altercation with that John Lugo up at the state house. She won her Democrat primary against a, a bad candidate. It was the firefighter had some problems where he lived and so forth. But they disliked her so much. That And this is, you know, Speaker Sakachi lives in Warwick, so it's not like he didn't know this was going on, um, that they put together mailers and put out a campaign. They backed the Republican, DeLuca, to take out Jennifer Rourke, woman of color, who's a member of the, the co-op collaborative. Back in June, Justin, she was the hero, and that video that went all around and she was raising money off it. You haven't, I haven't, you tell me, I haven't seen one story how the Democrat Party took out Jennifer Rourke, and, and they did it, of course, by you know mail ballots and early voting and so forth. They used exactly what they use in the Republicans. They also held her up as an example that if you don't stay in line, they could easily take you out the same way. Yeah, and I think that actually that you raise an excellent point that that gives gives reason for even Democrats to be concerned about all this yes. mail balloting because the at the end of the day it's not about electing the best Democrat it's, it, this is a way they will enforce making sure that your representative votes for what they want and yes. toes the party line because what they'll say is you're you cannot if if you, it used to be you know if you if you don't go our way we won't give you any money to go back to your district and buy votes with uh, legislative grants but now it's if you if you cross us, we won't put you on our list of people that we ballot harvest for. That will be the test. And that's going to yeah. and, and you can almost see it in like a cartoonish fashion with McKee, you know, just buying votes left and right, doing anything the insiders and the Democrat and the uh, unions want because he has to be the one they choose on the mail ballot. That's it. Right. That's that's the whole. And it, it's, it's it's such an easy on off switch. And if it gets to where I think it probably already is in Rhode Island, where you cannot win if you're not on that list. Right. That is it. There, you do not have representation, even if you are a left, far left Democrat. Democrat. Even if even if you are the mainstream of the Democrat Party, if you don't go along with them and maybe it'll be on a, an issue you care about, maybe it won't. Maybe it'll be on a soccer stadium or, or whatever, or the Superman building or anything they decide they want. You don't go along. You're not on our list. And I, I wonder one thing that struck me, you know, we, we saw the pictures of McKee handing out the ballots to the elderly folks, uh, the sample ballots, which, you know, I've done in races, but I've never crossed off every other name. You know, usually just you want to make sure here's where I am. This is where you you vote. Uh, one reason they may be doing that and crossing off every other name is that people might get confused and say, why am I not voting for a Democrat? Uh, let's just get that out of here. These are the people I've crossed everybody out so you can see exactly who it is. You And that's that's a real threat, even just to the very idea of representative democracy. That's right. You know, Justin, also, um, you know, I remember when pension reform was a big deal and there were two Democrat reps that I think of, Doug Jablinski, he was in Bristol, and then David Caprio and Narragansett. They voted in favor of pension reform. Bob Walsh, Pat Crowley, they vowed revenge. They ran Teresa Tanzi against Caprio. They 
got involved with the machine. They got mail ballots out, the whole thing. They, they took them out. They also took out Jablinski. The, this is the new wave. It's all about keeping people in line. And that's what should really concern people because you're exactly right. It's, you know, people here and the, the media mocks this business, but the deep state who's really controlling things. But in this state, it, it's real. And there is a, you're exactly right. There is a list. There's a lot of sports analogies. Um, you know, I, I would try to tell people, can you imagine if the manager of the Red Sox, if, if they won or lost, had no bearing, who would care if the players are old? Who would care if they're sloppy? Everyone's booing in the stands. It doesn't matter because they already, you know, know the outcome that they're, they're going to get. So it's the same type of thing. It's about uh, keeping people in line. And, and the other story, Justin, that I would argue, I think it's a huge story, is that Matt Brown, with that video, we're going to take back the whole Blanken State House. He, he ran a terrible campaign. He's out. Cynthia Mendes is out. I, I'm just surprised the media hasn't written that, you know, Harrison Tuttle, who was Black Lives Matter, you know, he ran for state senator. He lost. Jennifer Rock lost. The, the co-op collaborative, Justin, I would argue that's the, the bigger story that they just got their doors blown out, except for a couple of them. You know, Sam Bell and that Enrique Sanchez, I think is his name. But by and large, Matt Brown and all the bells and whistles. And last year at this time, they started sleeping out at the state house and the whole thing. They they absolutely got demolished when it came to the election because let's fake it face it, they're not with the the unions of the special interests. Well, yeah, I mean they're they're with them, but not when it comes down to the some of the more corrupt deals. I guess the right. insiders want, but it'll be interesting to see how the progressives start to respond. Right now, they're riding high because they. I mean, on the ground, maybe not Matt Brown and those folks, but uh, most progressives are riding high because they, they do assume that Democrat victory means their victory. And they may find out very quickly that they just cannot they cannot win. And they're, they're, they had a good run for a few years of being able to pull the party to the left. Um, but we'll see. I mean, they, they may start running into issues and, and not be able to. And some of them do have. I mean, I think they're a lot more crazy, but they have the the courage of their convictions and they they will start to call stuff out. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes up on the Democrat umbrella. Boy, I would like to see someone break out how Dan McKee pulled 32 percent in the Democrat primary September 13th. And then, you know, less than two months later, we're to believe he then shot to 58 percent in the general election or almost 59 percent. I, I there's there's part of that, Justin, that it's almost mathematically impossible how someone would gain th- 30 points in, in that short amount of time as all these negative commercials were running against him, as he certainly wasn't winning in the debates. Uh, Ashley Kalis, if anything, I think she she certainly, you know, drew the protest vote. Um, she didn't run a great campaign. She, if anything, I think she made a lot of mistakes. She left a lot on the table. She, she really left all her criticism for Dan McKee, and there were other issues to go after. But it just it stands, you know, if this were the reverse, if he were Republican, would the media be silent as someone in less than two months is able to raise the percentage that they're able to get by 30 points? Yeah, well, right now I think they're 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 willing to put to you know put their disbelief aside because they they really do believe the story. Oh, it was about Roe v. Wade. Uh, democracy was on a ballot. Ballot. The young vote came out and and forced and saved us. They I think they're still believing a lot of that talk, and so they're they're not they're so focused on you know, fighting back against Donald Trump that I don't think they're they're asking those questions yet. But they will. And part of the part of what folks need to remember, there's a reason we're not you and I are not just on the conservative or Republican side because we're part of that team. The the policies of the left are terrible. Look what McKee yeah. and Biden have done. That's yeah. going to continue now and with vengeance because they know they've got it locked up. That's that's not good for that's not going to have good outcomes and things are going to potentially get very, very bad. Uh, so folks need to start waking up to how this was even possible and start to address it honestly. Yeah, the polls leading up to uh, the Democrat primary were very, actually very accurate. Always had McKee right around 30, 31, 32. He won with. 32. We lost day of, as we said to Helena, folks, the last poll we saw for governor, he was around 45. Okay, that would maybe make sense. But no one can explain how someone goes 32, 45, 58, 59. It's just absurd. Uh, These are my words, opinion. There's some mechanism they have to manipulate the mail ballots, the early voting, 
not only did they do it, uh, he got greedy by it. That that interview with Ed Fitzpatrick is even more puzzling now because he he saw the numbers. He had to have known he had a comfortable lead and used that occasion not to kind of be a low-key, humble guy. He used that occasion to tell off Fitzpatrick and then also lob bombs at both Channel 12 and uh, Dan McGowan of the Globe. So I think we're in, in, in for an interesting four years with, with Dan McKee. Still has some scores to settle. Very thin-skinned individual. Now he's got the four-year term. I think, um, I think, as I said, I think we're in for an interesting four years. Folks, he is the managing editor at AnchorRising.com. It's Justin Katz. Justin, excellent job. I think, uh, I don't know where this is going to lead, but things need to change. And, and I, I, I firmly believe that something needs to be done. The states that don't allow all these mail ballots seem to run very smooth election. I don't know how the pandemic's over. I don't know why we have to have all this early voting and mail ballots. The uh, the lack of curiosity from the Democrat Party and also lack of curiosity from the media uh, can't be understated. Yep. yep. There's certainly there's a lot of interesting times ahead, and that's probably not a good thing. Justin, excellent job, and we'll talk to you again. We'll talk to you soon, John. The Coesed Inn. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Delicious food, great atmosphere, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge. They can also accommodate large groups. A great meal, a feast is waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Stop it and see them all year round. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm remember you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com folks visit the website on the website you'll see all our links to social media whether it's facebook or youtube instagram even tiktok plus you if you want to reach me that's the best way to do it we have unique original stories videos content log on right at the website dipetro.com it's getting cold already this winter. Keep your family, your employees warm with Matthews Oil Company. Call them today, 401-942-7500. Matthews Oil Company, 24-hour emergency service. For over four generations, they make it easy to keep your home comfortable and safe. Trusted oil delivery. Call Matthews Oil Company today, 401-942-7500. You can find them online matthewsoil.com matthews oil premier dealer rhode island delivering the highest quality heating fuels at matthews oil they take pride providing reliable affordable service for you and your family celebrating 90 years of service call them now it's going to be a cold winter get that tank filled call matthews oil company today 401-942-7500 in an emergency they offer 24-hour emergency service Matthews Oil Company, 401-942-7500.